Hello, everyone. I'm Al Daldegan, creator and producer of the Leaders, Innovators, and Big Ideas podcast, supported by Rainforest Alberta. This podcast showcases the people who are working to improve Alberta's innovation ecosystem. Val McCarty is empowering Alberta startups through friendships, resources, and opportunities. Currently a moderator and host in the World Referral Network, Val studied at both University of Alberta and Grant McEwen University, Management, Education, and Human Services. When not at work, you can find Val outside with her grandkids or looking forward to the next live jam. Let's join Val as she digs into mental health with her guest, Sarah Machetis. Take it away, Val. Welcome, listeners, to another edition of Leaders, Innovators, and Big Ideas podcast. The LIBI podcast is supported by Rainforest Alberta and showcases those who are contributing to or supporting the innovation ecosystem in Alberta. This podcast is published in Google Podcasts and iTunes Store for Apple products. Let me introduce myself, Val McCarty. I love podcasting, grant funding, business planning, and networking. And I also love helping to get your business why socialized and helping to get your business funded. And today I have Sarah Machetis as our guest. She is a mental health counselor working hard to shift the narrative around mental health and provide prevention and intervention services to the tech and startup community. And this is what's exciting for me. So she has experience in individual, couples, family, and crisis counseling, as well as children's mental health. She's committed to systems change. And today, our conversation will be centered around mental health support specific to the startup and innovation sector. That's why it's such a great match for the LIBI podcast. There's a quote here I'd like to use from her website. Entrepreneurs experience mental health concerns at a greater rate than the general population. So welcome, Sarah. Thank you so much, Val. It's great to be here. Oh, this is going to be a great conversation. So listeners, grab a notepad or pen or something. (laughs) (laughs) Text any entrepreneurs you may know because they're going to want to hear this discussion. So tell our listeners a little bit about your beginning, Sarah. I call it the, the what, why, and how of Sarah. Yes, absolutely. Thanks, Val. Well, um, yeah, thank you for the introduction. So I am, I am co-founder of Collectively Tangled. And as Val said, we provide mental health services and support specific to entrepreneurs and folks in that startup and innovation space. The what? So I'm a, I'm a registered social worker here in Alberta, as is my co-founder, Kira Gillis. Um, and you know, in terms of why we're doing what we're doing, it's, it's really because, you know, on a personal level, I, I care a lot. I care a lot about sort of my fellow humans. You know, I want folks to be living their best lives and taking care of themselves and, and sort of thriving. But in terms of collectively tangled and why we're doing what we're doing, it's because we know that there's a huge gap in terms of entrepreneur mental health. As you said, Val, entrepreneurs experience mental health challenges that greater rates than the general population. That's what the research tells us. Uh, I think if you have a conversation with most entrepreneurs, they will tell you that this work is really hard. And so we're here to provide, uh, you know, that the support, the, the resources, the skill building, um, 
and ultimately try to shift and change that that narrative around around entrepreneur mental health. And so that we can start to see that mental health and, and focusing on mental health is an essential part of this entrepreneurship journey. Wonderful. Wonderful. Did you always know you would have a career in mental health space? I know you have your master's in the field, which doesn't come easy. <laughs> so you must have had a, a dream. How did the dream start for you? That's yeah. So I think um, for me, it wasn't wasn't a straight path in terms of of sort of me landing in this space. Uh, you know, my my first degree was in journalism and philosophy, and and from there I sort of I moved around a little bit. I I had I, I had moved overseas. I, I taught English for a little while. I was actually intending to go into into education, and just sort of through that experience, getting exposure to to teaching and to the education world, I realized that the sort of mental health component of of working with the kiddos that I, I worked with was so huge, um, and that was really the catalyst to start to pursue, um, you know, that that master's training and that specific training within within the mental health world. So it wasn't definitely not a, a straight or sort of linear path, but as soon as I you know landed where I landed where I did, I, I recognized that that was a really great, great fit for me. I think social work is probably where I was meant to be. I just had to, you know, find my way there. I think you're right. I think you're right. I know a lot of our listeners too, being entrepreneurs, they've probably found their chosen work that they're doing now, sort of the same way you did. Sometimes okay. it's linear and sometimes it definitely is not, right? Yeah, but, absolutely. Uh, Oh, yeah, I was I was just yeah, I think, you know, in terms of the the mental health piece and becoming a social worker, not linear. I think in terms of also, you know, being a co-founder at mental health startup, also not <laughs> that that also wasn't linear, right? And I think, uh, you know, eventually we we sort of find where where we fit and we, you know, find the things that that drive us and excite us. And that's that's where I'm at today. <laughs> awesome. It is. It, and it is exciting too. So Sarah has a website called Collectively Tangled. I encourage all our listeners to look it up. Not while you're driving. If you're listening to this while you're driving, don't look it up now, of course. But uh, yeah, definitely to get a chance and look that up. There's a, a blog on there. Her blogs are absolutely wonderful. And the blog is called We All Have Mental Health. So let's have a discussion about that right now, Sarah, about the fact that we all do have mental health. Yeah, absolutely. I think that you know, for Kira and I coming into this work, that's something that we have put a lot of emphasis on is really trying to set that foundation and, and have those initial conversations with folks around the fact that, yes, we, we do all have mental health. And so uh, a lot of time when people are engaging in, in discussions around mental health, uh, we find that there's this conception of mental health that is sort of in, yeah, I guess gets wrapped up in that idea of, of sort of mental illness or a mental health diagnosis. And while that is absolutely a big part of mental health, we all have mental health in the same way that we all have physical health, right? And so if you think about your physical health, some days you, you know, you wake up, you're feeling good, right? You feel strong. Maybe you're, you're going out for that run, you're going out for that bike ride. There are other days when maybe you catch a bit of a cold. And when you wake up, you're dragging your feet a bit, right? You're feeling a little slow, you're feeling a little sluggish. And so if we think about our mental health, sort of in the same way, also exists on a very complex and continuous sort of spectrum, right? And so some days we are, we're thriving, we're feeling really good, we're feeling strong, we can, you know, we're able to, to focus and, and get out there and do what we're setting out to do. There are other times where 
maybe we're not, we're not feeling as great, right? We're feeling a little blue, we're feeling a little glum. And so, you know, that our, our mental health exists on that, on that continuum, right? And we all land on there somewhere. And so I think it's really important to, you know, have that as the foundation for any conversation that we're having, whether that's specific to entrepreneur mental health or, you know, mental health in general, so that people recognize and, you know, engage in the conversation, realizing that, hey, this, this also applies to me, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes I think when it comes to mental health, we, we can talk about it and say, oh, like, well, that it doesn't apply to me. But I'm here to tell you it does, right? Wherever you land on that, that continuum, it's going to look different for everybody. Uh, There's no right or wrong place to be, but it's about recognizing where you're at, you know, how you're feeling on a given day, and then taking you know, steps and using strategies to, uh, you know, better take care of yourself and get you to the place where you want to be. I love that analogy. The mental health is the same as physical health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some, some days we're on the top of our game and winning at Olympic standards. <laughs> yeah. And then the other times we're just not, right? Right. Um, absolutely. It's all normal and all almost expected, but very normal it is, is a good thing for everyone to know. So entrepreneurial mental health really mm-hmm. is what we're focusing on, mm-hmm. uh, particularly mental health in the Canadian innovation ecosystem. So as our listeners understand, entrepreneurs can experience a lot of stress. Canadian Mental Health Association has clear calls of action for leaders. And this is from another blog that is on your website. Mm-hmm. Again, that website is collectivelytangled.com. Um, so let's describe for our listeners what those call calls to action for leaders look like? Yeah, absolutely. So I think it's important, Val, if we, you know, just sort of first acknowledge some of the information that that came out of that Canadian Mental Health Association study. Um, They, this was released a a few years ago now, but they, you know, surveyed, I think it was upwards of almost about 500 entrepreneurs across Canada with surveys and one-on-one interviews and you know, really, when we say entrepreneurs experience mental health challenges at greater rates than the general population, this research was, you know, a, a big, a big indicator of that. You know, things like 46% of entrepreneurs experiencing low mood or feeling mentally tired at least once a week, 62% feeling depressed at least once a week. So some big numbers compared to that, the sort of general Canadian population. And so uh, through this through the study, through the Canadian Mental Health Association, through CMHA, yeah, they, they had some sort of calls to action for leaders of how we can make some shifts and changes. And so there's a few things that they laid out. Some suggestions were, you know, to develop some flexible and, and relevant mental health support for entrepreneurs, uh, to create tools to help entrepreneurs achieve better work-life balance, strengthen research on entrepreneur mental health, uh, shift the popular view of, of entrepreneurs and entrepreneurship. And then a really big one. And, you know, at Collectively Tangled, we've taken sort of all of these recommendations into consideration in terms of, you know, developing our business and, and what we're offering to folks. But the, the final one around including mental health in entrepreneurship education is, is a huge one that we are sort of rallying for, that we've got behind. It's sort of at the core of what we do at Collectively Tangled. Uh, because in doing this, it really, you know, it allows us to address a number of the the barriers that entrepreneurs face in terms of accessing service. We can address some of the stigma. We can address some of the barriers in terms of cost. Um, and we we're making this available to to everybody. 
Um, and so providing entrepreneurs with, you know, access to information and tools so that they can, you know, better understand some of the unique stressors that is associated with entrepreneurship and ultimately can impact them as, as business owners. Wonderful. So just to reiterate here, offer flexible mental health supports, mm-hmm. um, provide tools to promote work-life balance. <laughs> Very hard for entrepreneurs. <laughs> <laughs> um, strengthen research to better understand different needs. Shift the narratives. My favorite. I love that mm-hmm. whole idea. Shift the narratives around success to be more congruent with the mental health needs and then integrate mental health by partnering with mental health experts. What a, a fantastic, if you incorporate all of those, you're setting yourself up for success. You're setting yourself up for good mental health. It's like exercising, eating right, and everything else for physical health. <laughs> yeah, Same yeah, thing. absolutely. Yeah. Um, so Collectively Tangled offers workshops and more. Mm. Let's chat a little bit about a recent workshop and a checklist of check-ins that can help. Yeah, absolutely. So um, maybe I will just, I will touch on sort of what we offer and then we can chat about, uh, you know, I think that again, that was maybe you pulled that from a, one of our blog posts of Al around, yep. yeah, check out the check-in, just a, another tool or strategy that folks can use. So yes, Collectively Tangled, we offer workshops, we offer uh, virtual online courses. And both of those are sort of really uh, based around this idea of, of prevention. So how can we develop, you know, the tools, the skills, the strategies that we need to tune into our mental health, to have a better understanding of, you know, the stressors that we're experiencing, our own stress response system, and what we can do about it, right? We, Kira and I often say, you know, that knowledge is power, right? And so yeah. let's find that, find those things out, get that information, learn, learn about ourselves, our own stress response system, and then use that information to, um, to our advantage. So that's one part of what we do. We also offer consulting services for small startups. uh, And, you know, if they want to incorporate sort of mental health, mental health policies, different ways to support their small teams, we can, we can help with that. And then we also offer counseling services, because we know that as much as we do work on this prevention side of things, there are often times where you need that, you know, direct, more clinical support. And so we offer those services as well, you know, individually for, you know, for couples, for, for family members of entrepreneurs, and, and even for co-founders, you know, that relationship can be tough. So that's sort of what we offer, right? And so a piece of that is, especially around those workshops, is that, that preventative piece, right? And so when we talk about the the checkout, the check-in, right? Is that really just a, another tool or strategy uh, that, you know, we're thrown out there to folks as a way that they can tune into themselves, right? And, and be aware of, of what they're doing and, and how they're feeling. And then, you know, also apply this to uh, their work with their teams, right? And so uh, we, had, we had suggested this and we talk about this in some of our workshops, obviously in more detail. But, you know, what it can look like if you are having a check-in with your, with your small team around your mental health and how you're coping. So some questions that you might ask yourself, you know, on a scale of one to 10, if, if one was really chill and 10 was really stressed, right? How are you feeling right now? Uh, you might ask, you know, what emotion are you feeling the most today? Or what emotion are you feeling right now? Talking about sort of the highs and lows from, from your day or your week. Um, there's a, you know, sometimes people might call this apples and onions. So, right, you're sharing one apple, something high or something positive. 
and one onion, something that was sort of more low or challenging from your day or your week. Or even if you want to keep it simple, if you're starting off a meeting with your team and you're, you're coming into the space, just asking, you know, in one word, <laughs> describe how you're coming into this meeting, right? And so if you are checking in with folks as you come together as a team, right, that opens space for individuals to be able to express, you know, how, how they're doing, right? As if you are a leader of that team, you are modeling to the folks that you work with that this is something you're prioritizing and is important. But it also really just serves as a gauge. You get a better understanding of where folks are at. And from there, then, then you can figure out how to best support people, right? So you might simply ask if somebody is coming in and, and you know, on that scale of one to 10, maybe they're at an eight, right? And so the follow-up might be, what can I do to support you right now? You might ask them what they need right now, or you might even ask, you know, do you want to talk about it further? Or, you know, in terms of how you're feeling or what's going on for you? Or, you know, do we want to sort of end the conversation there, right? Giving them the option or the opportunity to, yeah, to either expand on that or not, but either way, letting them know that this is something that is a, it's a welcome conversation, right? It's, we're trying to create that openness and um, simply, simply having a check-in with your team is going to go a long way in terms of creating that, that more positive mental health and mental wellness culture at work. Mm -hmm. I agree. Go a long way, even just shifting that view and helping with the whole stigma. It would go a long way just to make it a part of your, your check-in process. I absolutely love it. Yeah. So if you want to, yeah, if you want to start somewhere, that's a great, a great place to start. So follow the check in with a follow-up. That's another thing out of the, the blog on your website. Mm -hmm. If someone has expressed that they're having a challenging time, either during the meeting or after the, the meeting, follow up. I know just as an aside, mm -hmm. mental health, I think the stigma is there because we all sort of keep our little challenges hidden. Mm. Part of being a human on this earth <laughs> is being <laughs> having challenges thrown at yeah, you, right? It's absolutely. Just, yep. And But we grow from that. We become better from that. So, but it, you know, how, how deeply is this person wallowing in the mud, <laughs> right? Yeah, absolutely. How much, yeah. How much clay has been thrown at them in the last little while and, and how are they progressing through it? So there's some questions for the follow-up. Did you want to go through those a little bit or? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I, I know I, I touched on them a little bit there, but really those questions are about, yeah, sort of finding out if there is anything that that person needs when they are depending on where they're at right and so just in the same way again i i love to bring it back to physical health because i think it makes it it's a little bit more accessible for folks to talk about it's you know sometimes can be a little bit more related right but if somebody comes mm -hmm. in and like they come into a meeting and um, you know maybe have a you know a bit of a headache or i don't know their allergies are are acting up like something's going on right if they share that right you might ask like do you need anything right now Hey, mm -hmm. like, could I get you a glass of water? Could I, right? And so, you know, in a similar way, when, when folks are letting you know sort of where they're at with that check-in, then following up and asking, you know, is there anything I can, I can do to support you right now, right? Is there anything that, what do you need right now, you might ask. And then again, as, as I mentioned, right, asking if folks want to talk further about how they're feeling and what's going on for them, or, you know, maybe, maybe they don't right? And that's, that's okay. I think an important piece of this 
this idea around having a check-in is that you uh, we're not necessarily you know we're not forcing folks to to sort mm-hmm. of open up and share right it's i think it's important to acknowledge that everybody's going to sort of be in a different place in terms of what they do and that what they don't want to talk about at work and with their colleagues having those healthy boundaries is is important but really just sort of setting the the stage and creating the environment where uh, people recognize that it, it is possible if they do want to talk about it, that they can, right? And that there is this open space uh, for them to share and engage. And I would say that, you know, if especially, especially for, for leaders that, you know, modeling this for your, you know, your staff, your employees, your small team, you know, if you're a, a, a super small team with a couple of co-founders, like modeling it for each other, uh, because, you know, it, it, it has to start, it has to start somewhere, right? And so especially if as a leadership, or somebody in leadership, um, if you model that it's going to go a long way for the folks that you work with. Oh, yes, most definitely. Yes, I, um, I might. Oh, ahead. sorry, Val. I, no, no, I, just, go ahead. I might add, I might, <laughs> as you can tell, I could talk about this all day. But I might add that I think it's important to acknowledge that, you know, even if you're a solo entrepreneur, if you're working on your own, uh, you can also you can also incorporate a check-in into sort of your your daily routine, right? Mm-hmm. And again, you might not be having that conversation with somebody else, but but how can you be reflective and how can you ask yourself and check in with yourself about where you're at? Maybe mm-hmm. you use that that scale rating system. And based on where you're at, how does that inform the decisions you make around, you know, what what your day is going to look like, how you're going to spend your time, right? Mm-hmm. If you're if you're really stressed, then, you know, what is what do you need in order to help reduce that stress, right? Sometimes we can't take things off of our plate, but even something simple as, you know, a quick, you know, hit the pause button for 15 minutes and take a quick walk around the block, go get a glass of water, you know, stretch your body a bit. All of those things can be considered be helpful um, responses if we, if we're maybe not, not operating at our best on a given day. You betcha. Yeah. Or even if we are, I love the fact that, and you've mentioned it before, the word acknowledgement. Absolutely mm. love the fact that, you know, as a team leader, you're acknowledging to everyone that it's okay to be in whatever space that you're in. I, I kind of liken it to, if we go back to that analogy of physical health, mm-hmm. you know, you've just had a workout. Everyone who's worked out knows that, man, you can get sore muscles afterwards. <laughs> uh huh. So if you're having a, a mental health challenge, you're going to have the equivalent of sore muscles afterwards. And it's okay. People work through it. You're going to get through it. You're going to get in better health because of all of this, you know, whether that's physical or mental health. So, yeah, really, sometimes even just the fact that someone has acknowledged where you are in your mental health Mm. journey goes a long way. Absolutely. Absolutely. In feeling supported and that someone's there and someone has um, has also experienced what you're experiencing now. And I think that's the beauty of the rainforest collective, Mm -hmm. too is there are a lot of entrepreneurs out there who not necessarily travel the exact same road our listeners have, but have experienced some of the, the same ebbs and flows. Absolutely. So, I think it's... Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry, Val. I, I keep jumping in when you... No, no. You, you jump away. Jump away. It's fantastic. <laughs> um, yeah. I think, you know, just around that, uh, that sort of acknowledgement piece and, um, you know, for folks that if, if somebody does sort of, you know, you do have that conversation or that there is that acknowledgement. Like, I think a big piece of it is that, you know, in entrepreneurship, it, it can be, it can be pretty lonely, <laughs> right? It can be quite isolating. 
And so, you know, really opening up that conversation and recognizing that you aren't alone, right? That this, this work and, and as a co-founder, I can, I can speak to this on a personal level as well. Like it is hard. It tests you, it pushes you. And, and sometimes it does feel like, you know, you are, you or you and your co-founder are sort of alone on this, this life raft, right? Trying to paddle upstream. And so I think that, you know, as we have more open and honest conversations about the challenges of this work, and, you know, whether you're the entrepreneur, or whether you're, you know, one of the, you know, early, early employees at a small startup, right? Like, it's, it's tough, you're, you're working to, to build something, you're working to grow something, it will challenge you. And so what, you know, resources, tools, skills, strategies, do you have in your toolbox, so that you can, you know, so that you can make it so that you can get through this journey and, and sort of come out the other end, not only intact, but, you know, thriving, right? Um, after you've kind of been put through the ringer, right? We want to make sure that, that you're getting to the other side in a, in a good place. You betcha. And you're stronger, stronger and, uh, and, and better able to handle things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. Absolutely love it. So I'm just looking at the Collectively Tangled website again. So we've mm-hmm. talked a little bit about its its sort of beginnings and mm-hmm. we talked a little bit about the services that you guys provide with the counseling and the workshops. Absolutely. And you, you also have some wonderful events happening. I'm just looking at mental health and entrepreneurship series, mm. mental health strategies. Absolutely. Um, peer, so you've teamed up with peer guidance. That's pretty cool. Yeah, we have. So and, yeah, in, in terms of the, you know, we have those services that we offer that I mentioned, but, you know, I think that there's, you know, a big part of what we are trying to do at Collectively Tangled is to, you know, really shift that narrative around entrepreneur mental health. And so a big part of that is, you know, getting out there and getting in the community and sort of opening up spaces where folks can engage and, and sort of talk about, talk about this in, in a, you know, an open and candid way. And so we have, yeah, we have had some, some different, more community-based events in the past. We've done some work with with our friends over at Peer Guidance, they are huge, huge supporters of of entrepreneur mental health and you know mental health in general. And you know, just from their work, you know, really trying to to be advocates for mm-hmm. for folks looking after themselves. So, yeah, absolutely. If you if you stay tuned on our website, if you you know if you follow us on on our socials, uh, we we have had those community events in the past, and we plan to have them again going forward. And so. Lots of different ways that uh, folks can engage in in terms of our services and what we're doing at Collectively Tangled and sort of be a part of this this shift in in conversation and the shift in the narrative. Fantastic. So I'm just going to read a little quote here. We're working hard to engage the innovation ecosystem to think differently, talk differently, and act differently when it comes to entrepreneur mental health. Um, so I'm just going to give a little shout out. We gave a little shout out to Peer Guidance. I believe Jade Alberts is still at Peer Guidance. He is. Yes. 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 Wonderful. And so here's another shout out for our fellow rainforesters, Tristan Ham and Shannon Phillips. Um, I know that you're working on a community and that's also in your website too. Mm-hmm. Did you want to talk a little bit about that community? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, a big, a big shout out to Tristan and Shannon at, with Unbounded Thinking. We we jumped on their podcast a little bit earlier this year to sort of again chat about some of this work and you know chat about the importance of mental health and again huge advocates for for the cause over there 
And so, yeah, I, I think, you know, on top of those kind of community events, it's just other ways that we are trying to sort of engage with the community through whether that's through, you know, conversations like this, Val, where we're, we're hoping to, uh, you know, get this conversation sort of out to the community. And we hope that that has some ripple effects, right, that uh, listeners today might hear this and, uh, you know, whether, whether they take action or, you know, it's something to think about, or they, they sort of think about things a little bit differently, that's that's ultimately the goal. Um, as I said, we, you know, the, the end, the end game is that, you know, as a community, we are talking about and, and thinking about and sort of acting around mental health uh, within our, our sort of ecosystem in a different way. And so, yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, we can, we can, we're here, we're offering our services, we're, we're sort of offering our expertise as social workers to, to be a part of this change. But we also know that, in order to have this broader systems change that that we are all about and and we are such big advocates for that you know we need we need the community on board and so uh, yeah we're going to we're going to keep we're going to keep talking about these things that we know are so important and uh, continue to to engage with the community we really welcome anybody that you know is uh, hears this today and is is excited and interested about it, in it you know reach out connect with us because you know, what's the, the old, the old adage, right? Like it takes a village and we, we know that. And so, uh, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna work with our, our mighty village here to, to try to, yeah, have some, have some greater systems change. It does take a village. You're right. This work you do is definitely an added value to the rainforest mm. ecosystem, right? Lots of entrepreneurs in the, in our rainforest ecosystem. So our listeners have heard a lot of really good supportive things today. So if they want to reach out to you, again, the website um, we've mentioned before, would they reach out to you via the website, LinkedIn? What's your preferred method of contact? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, again, on our website, collectivelytangled.com, you can, you can contact us there. We have a contact form. You can email us info at collectivelytangled.com. Uh, we're also on LinkedIn. You can find us there. We're on Instagram. You can find us there. So we would encourage folks to yeah, follow along. If you go to our website, you can also sign up for uh, you know, uh, email. Um, the newsletter? Do you the have newsletter. a newsletter? <laughs> yes, there it is. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah, no, this wonderful. Is, this, is, yeah. this is how you know that it is the, the Tuesday morning after a long weekend, Bell. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I, we have yeah. a newsletter and yeah, just different sort of some of those community events and, and different workshops and courses that we're putting on. So you can sign up there uh, and yeah, you know, reach out. We, we love to have these conversations. We love to, uh, you know, connect with people like you, Val, and uh, yeah, talk about the ways that as a community, we can, we can make, we can make some changes, you know, and I think I will give a, sh I will give a big shout out to Rainforest because you know, again, just our, our engagements with that community, um, lots of big supporters of, of what we're trying to do over here at Collectively Tangled. And uh, yeah, we, we really appreciate that because, you know, this is uh, our, our, our intention and our hope and our goal is to, to make some changes within the community so that we can, you know, better support these incredible people that make up this community. And so, yes, a huge, a huge shout out to to reinforce for that. Wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing. I hope it's my hope that anybody that listened today would get some little glimmer, some takeaway, maybe some new idea sparked their mind. 
about something, they can do some action they can take to either help themselves or help those around them. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, it's been a fantastic conversation, Sarah. Thank you so much for sitting down with me and and having a uh, a really good chat. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Val. I really I really appreciate it. Rainforest L I B I podcast, and we will let you go until next time. If you haven't already, visit rainforestab.ca and sign the Rainforest Social Contract. Become part of the inclusive, silo-busting, sector-agnostic, all-industry, open-sourced, ego-shrinking, ecosystem-building, entrepreneur-focused, wide-open, social barrier-smashing community known as Rainforest Alberta. This episode was brought to you by New Idea Machine. Going beyond creating custom software solutions, NIM is dedicated to making a positive impact on society, providing opportunities for new software developers to gain real-world experience and contribute to meaningful projects. You get quality, affordable solutions at the same time you're supporting the growth and development of the next generation of skilled talent. Visit newideamachine.com for more info. Music for the show was created by Tony Deldegan. Please be sure to share this episode with everyone you know. Also, don't forget to come by and say hi at the next Rainforest event. Let us know what you think of this podcast. If you're interested in being either a host, sponsor, or a guest of the show, send me an email at rainforestpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>